Hello everyone, welcome to the English Bookshop Quits podcast. Uh, before we dive into today's episode, I just wanted to quickly ask if you could share the podcast with people that you think might find it useful uh, because it will help us massively. And today's episode is going to be about characteristics of people who hate themselves. So if you ha- if you ever had someone in your life or if you still do- have someone in your life where you think uh, they might have they they may have you know um, certain toxic traits um, this episode will definitely be uh, helpful for you um, we will be discussing about how to spot uh, the the toxic traits in yourself and also in others uh, if you ever spent time with someone who seemed friendly but left you feeling insecure and emotionally exhausted after uh, you got home uh, that means that you may have encountered someone who has toxic personality traits um, uh, an article um, that we read right before starting uh, uh, starting to, um, this starting to record this episode uh, suggests that toxic work cultures are the driving force behind the great resignation and toxic cultures start with individuals behaving in toxic ways. So there is a good reason to pay attention to toxic behavior and learn to spot the toxic traits before they send you or your uh, friends looking for a new job. Toxic traits are not actually traits at all. Toxic traits refer to habits, behaviors, and ongoing actions that harm others. Many toxic traits can be subtle, and we want to see the best in people. Naturally, identifying toxic people in your life can be quite tricky. But toxic individuals are more common than you may think. 48.4% of women and 48.8% of men have experienced psychological aggression from a partner. Plus, according to another study that's been done, 35% of employees say that their boss is their single biggest source of stress at work. Not all behaviors are quite so dramatic. Let's explore toxic traits that you should watch out for in relationships at places like work, home, or anywhere else. What are personality traits? A personality trait is a characteristic characteristic that influences how a person thinks, feels, and acts. It is a part of who they are. Personality traits make up a person. For example, a person's level of introversion or extroversion is a trait. While they usually stay the same, traits can change over time due to factors like experiences, belief systems, major life stages. When discussing traits, we need to draw a line between a trait and a behavior. Traits are often innate. Behaviors, on the other hand, are actions we have control over. For example, a person's level of openness is a trait, but lying is a behavior. When people talk about toxic traits, they aren't usually talking about traits of a person. The term instead refers to a person's behavior. Behaviors can be characterized as healthy or unhealthy. Unhealthy or toxic behaviors include things like selfishness, hostility, manipulation. Let's take a look at many examples of toxic traits. So if you saw someone throwing a chair through a window, you might think they have the toxic trait of anger. But not all toxic personality traits manifest so obviously. Many people's toxic traits come out in subtle ways. 
You may not recognize them straight away when you encounter toxic behaviors in, in a relationship. Let's discuss 25 toxic traits and behaviors and their warning signs. Let's start off with negativity. A person with negativity may see the world as cold, cruel, and evil. They may frequently complain, ruin the fun, or ruin people's spirits with certain comments, certain negative comments and actions. And number two, we have judgmentalness. A person who is judgmental may judge situations, people, or events without experience. For example, a friend may tell you that a concert will be boring or lame before you, even, before you even arrive. Dishonesty. A person who displays dishonesty may lie or mislead others. The act of lying is a choice. But dishonesty is the tendency to lie. Many people use dishonesty as a coping mechanism. At number four, we have rigidness. A person who is rigid may be stubborn, inflexible, or unable to adapt when things don't go as planned. For example, an employee may struggle to adapt when a new boss joins your team and changes the team dynamic. At number five, we have rudeness. A person who displays rude behavior may speak or act without manners that most people would define as culturally appropriate. For example, someone may, someone may talk to a server without saying please or thank you. Number six, a lack of empathy for others. A person who lacks empathy for others may struggle to understand other people's feelings and thoughts. For example, a leader that lacks empathy may not notice that one of their employees is struggling to complete work because they're, they're tired. At number seven, we have cynicism. A person who displays cynicism may think that interests and goals motivate people to the detriment of others. For example, a cynical person may assume that a polite server was only friendly for a good tip. At number eight, we have recklessness. A person who is reckless may not consider the danger their actions place upon themselves or others. For example, someone with recklessness may encourage you to undertake a dangerous activity. Number nine, pickiness. A person who is picky may struggle in situation, situations that are new, outside their comfort zone, or don't match their standards. For example, a picky eater may refuse to eat a meal you cook for them because they haven't tried a key ingredient before. At number 10, we have argumentativeness. A person who is argumentative may get joy or pleasure from starting arguments. For example, a person may look for flaws in a family member's idea and attempt to rile them into a fight. Not all conflict is bad, but being argumentative for the sake of arguing can be detrimental. At number 11, we have quick to anger. A person who is quick to anger may become upset due to a trigger that would offend most people. For example, a colleague may get angry quickly and struggle to calm themselves down. Number 12, bossiness. A person who is bossy may take charge of a situation, demand control, or assert dominance over others. For example, a bossy colleague may micromanage your part of a project despite not holding authority over you. A bossy colleague may also challenge your manager's leadership or undermine them. At number 13, we have self-centeredness. A person who displays self-centeredness may focus on their wants over another person's needs. For example, a self-centered friend may refuse to comfort another friend because they'd rather do something else. At number 14, we have arrogance. A person who displays arrogance may believe they're more intelligent and more important than others. As such, they may treat others rudely. For example, an arrogant and selfish employee may refuse to listen to anyone else's ideas and are not willing to collaborate. Number 15. Greediness. 
A person who is greedy may take more, th more than they need at the detriment of others. For example, a friend with greediness may eat a slice of cake you saved for a friend who missed the cake cutting. At number 16, we have stinginess. A person who is stingy may refuse to share their time, possessions, or money. They do this even when someone else deserves them. For example, a stingy family member may refuse to pay their part of a, a restaurant bill. Number 17. Sneakiness. A person who is sneaky may conceal their actions and words from others for personal benefit. For example, a colleague may sabotage your work by neglecting to pass on a crucial instruction from your manager. Number 18. Thoughtlessness. A person who is thoughtless may not consider how their actions or words may impact others. For example, a family member might, might, might tell your extended family a secret you share with them in confidence. Number 19. Disruptiveness. A person who is disruptive may speak over or interrupt others for personal gain. For example, an employee may play music out loud in the office. Number 20. Conflict avoidance. A person who struggles with conflict avoidance may have a hard time talking to others because they are afraid of upsetting people. For example, a conflict avoidant friend may allow another friend to insult them out of fear of an argument. Number 21. Impulsiveness. A person who is impulsive may make rash, de rash decisions based on emotion. For example, an impulsive friend may spend too much money because they lack emotional re regulation skills. Number 22. Laziness. A person who is lazy may struggle to finish tasks because they lack inspiration, motivation, and drive. For example, an employee may avoid completing their tasks because they don't want to. At number 23, we have apathetic. A person with apathy may struggle to care about things, goals, or people. For example, an apathetic manager may struggle to work on their relationship with you because they aren't invested. Number 24. A lack of self-awareness. A person who lacks self-awareness may struggle to reflect on their thoughts, actions, and words. For example, a toxic friend who isn't self-aware may not understand why they haven't reached a goal despite sabotaging their own efforts. Number 25. Absolutism. A person with absolutism may view situations, people, or the world through a binary like good or bad. For example, an absolutist friend may see another friend as bad because they upset them, despite their friend apologizing. When discussing, when discussing common examples of toxic traits, you should remember two critical, critical things. First, some behaviors can manifest positively in certain scenarios, but that doesn't make them positive. For example, a bossy person may produce high-quality work that impresses their colleagues and bosses, but bossiness can cause the person to feel stressed and ruin otherwise healthy relationships. Second, our behaviors don't define us as people. This is true whether the behavior is negative or positive. For example, a, person's ne for example, a person isn't negative or rigid. Instead, a person may have the toxic trait of negativity or rigidity. We can't change our toxic traits through reflection. We can also change them by working on our mental health. Let's talk about signs that you are in a toxic situation with someone. Most people encounter someone with toxic traits at some point. Here are five red flags you're in a toxic situation you may need to address. If they gaslight or lie to you. Someone with toxic traits may cover up their behavior by lying to you or gaslighting you. Basically, gas, gas, gaslighting is 
a type of manipulation where the gaslighter tries to make you question your version of events. You will know if someone is trying to gaslight you if they make you feel unsure of your feelings or insecure in your own knowledge. However, there is a difference between someone disagreeing with you and gaslighting you. At number two, we have if they don't apologize properly. Someone with toxic traits may avoid responsibility for their behavior with an apology that minimizes their actions. For example, they may say, I'm sorry you feel that way, or I'm sorry, but... If someone uses one of these apologies on you, you can call it out. People aren't always aware they aren't practicing empathy or compassion. Number three, we have they don't understand how their behavior makes others feel. Someone, someone with toxic traits may not realize or care that their actions negatively impact others if they lack emotional intelligence. If someone is unaware their actions hurt others, try addressing the problem with them. If they refuse to listen, you may need to set boundaries or stop spending time with them. Remember, you can use many types of listening. Keep in mind that everyone reacts differently to each type. Last but not least, we have they think they are superior to others. Someone with toxic traits may perceive themselves as more important than others. They may place their desires over other people's needs for safety and well-being. This attitude manifests itself in many ways, such as, such as through two-faced behavior, basically treating people differently behind their backs than to their faces, uh, prioritizing their wants other, over other people's needs abusing their power, uh, or speaking badly about those who disagree with them or call them out. Someone who believes they're superior may also not prioritize integrity. Lastly, we have they see themselves as a victim of, as a victim of their own behavior. Someone with toxic traits may have a fixed mindset about their behavior. A fixed mindset says, I can't change. In contrast, a growth mindset says, I can change my behavior with hard work and a strong sense of self. If someone only views themselves as a victim of their own life, they likely haven't accepted responsibility for their behavior and they aren't ready to change it. There are some myths about toxic traits. So let's explore five myths about toxic personality traits. Number one. People can't change their toxic personality traits. It's easy to assume that negative behavior patterns are permanent, but this isn't true. Our personalities are fluid and change as we learn, grow, and experience new things. Most people can change their toxic traits if they work to identify, identify them, understand their impact, and consciously, consciously stop the toxic behaviors. Number two, you can fix someone else's toxic traits. Unfortunately, no one, not even therapists or life coaches can fix someone else's toxic traits if the person with the toxic traits doesn't want to change. Fixing toxic traits takes self-awareness, willingness to grow as a person. While you can support someone through addressing their toxic traits, you can't control or fix their behavior. Number three, people with toxic traits know that they have them. It's natural to assume someone's bad behavior is a conscious choice. But many people with toxic traits don't realize that behavior, that their behavior impacts others. You may have toxic traits that you don't know about. Some toxic traits like manifesting, uh, manifesting subtly. You may not realize you see things as good or bad unless you experience something that forces you to reflect on your mindset. 
Number four, someone with toxic traits is an inherently bad person. While someone's toxic or negative traits may harm others, they don't make someone an inherently bad person with evil intentions. We are all learning and growing as we experience new things. You can be a good person with toxic traits. In fact, everyone displays negative behavior from time to time. Many people also develop toxic traits as a coping mechanism. For example, many dishonest people lie about their lives to protect themselves from other people's judgment. Number five, toxic traits make some assertive or tough. Some negative behaviors serve people well in their personal or professional lives, but this doesn't make the toxic trait positive. A bossy, rude, or rigid manager may push their staff to produce excellent work, but these toxic traits still negatively impact others by creating an unhealthy and toxic work environment. Many people with toxic leadership traits excuse their behavior by calling, the, calling themselves assertive or tough. But you can be assertive and tough without harming others. As you can't always cut someone with a toxic trait out of your life, here are five tips to help you deal with them. Understand that it isn't about you. When someone else's behavior makes you feel insecure or sad, you may feel tempted to bl blame yourself. Don't. Other people's toxic traits reflect their struggles and insecurities, not you. You can only control your own actions, self-esteem, and mental fitness. Number two, try not to react. If someone treats you poorly, reacting with anger, aggression, or annoyance may worsen the situation. Instead, start by taking deep breaths. Then, leave the situation if possible and practice self-care. Depending on the behavior, you can also gray, you can also use gray rocking. When you gray rock someone, you act dull or, emo, un, or emotionally unresponsive to make harder for the person to engage with you. Number three, setting boundaries. Setting boundaries with someone can reduce the impact of their behavior on you. Each boundary should have a consequence. For example, if my colleague makes a passive aggressive comment about my appearance, I will excuse myself and speak with them later. Number four, be honest about how the toxic trait impacts you. As we mentioned, many people don't even realize that they have toxic traits. So telling someone that their actions have hurt your emotional well-being may help them understand they need to change. You might like to try this um, following template to start the conversation. So when you do or say the certain action, I feel this emotion. I understand that you don't want you don't intend to make me feel this way, but I would like it if you tried to stop doing whatever that toxic trait is. Sometimes an honest conversation can help someone turn a toxic relationship around. Lastly, we have seek help from others. Someone's toxic traits can harm the social well-being of your friend group, family, or or the team. Naturally, you may need to seek support from others. This way, you can work together to approach the person about their behavior and develop a much better relationship. If someone at work is behaving poorly, you may also need to report their toxic behaviors to superiors or if you're if you're facing this uh, at work, maybe take it to the human resources. Once you understand what toxic traits look like, it will be easier to spot them in your professional and personal relationships. When someone else has toxic traits, they can hurt you. But remember, someone else's behavior isn't a reflection of you, and you aren't responsible for fixing it. People with toxic personality traits are the only ones who can take responsibility for their actions and change.
So that is the end of today's podcast. Um, obviously, we worked quite hard to, uh, you know, come up with this episode, and we would be extremely grateful if you could share this podcast with, um, with with people that you think will. Uh, um, will f- find find some sort of uh, benefit from listening to it. Uh, we have our uh, weekly schedule. Basically, we are posting our podcast on all the available major platforms on Sunday. Uh, let me get let me get this right. So we are posting it on on uh, we're posting three days a week, which is. Uh, the schedule uh, at the moment and we are planning to post on um, Sunday Tuesday and Saturday so if you subscribe to our podcast on the available platforms you will probably receive the notification on on those uh, Three days on those three days, which I have just mentioned. So, um, thank you for listening to 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 our podcast, and uh, we're looking, we're very very excited that, um, you know, the the episodes that we're putting out is actually helping people in a in a in a positive way, and you know, receiving messages, receiving comments about how it, it's 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 you know, helping people's, uh, um, you know, mental health and um, taking them on this uh, beautiful journey of uh, self-development is the reason why, you know, we're still po- uh, we're still posting and we're still recording our podcast uh, episodes. Um, yeah, thank you for listening and um, see you on... See you on our next uh, episode, which will be hopefully uh, on on Tuesday. Uh, Until then, bye.